guys, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I'm your host, Maria Benz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Guys, welcome back to the show. I am so excited for you to hear this episode. Today I have Samantha Kuzoch with me. Samantha is a ex-fitness influencer who pivoted her brand after many started asking her for help on how they could too grow and monetize their following. In 2019, she took a huge financial risk by shutting down her six-figure video production company while also breaking thousands of dollars worth of influencer contracts with infamous brands to go all in on launching her business courses, teaching both influencers and entrepreneurs the importance of building a list outside of social media, how to build a personal brand, grow an engaged following, pitch to land paid partnerships, and methods to monetize social media platforms by selling products and services. And by taking the risk of going all in, this allowed her to 10x her income. All righty. Well, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and to kind of chat with you and see how you're doing among this crazy time. (laughs) I know. It is so crazy. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So I love your bio and I think we got to learn a, uh, a bit about you and kind of your entrepreneur journey. But I have to ask, was it scary to make that decision to pivot your personal brand on social media? I know that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, it was definitely a time period where I was done, really just kind of done with not just being a fitness coach, but I was becoming very burnt out because even though I had a big passion for fitness, and I still do to this day, when I started monetizing my passion of fitness, I then started losing it for myself. So while I was growing my personal fitness brand and becoming an influencer, really just stepping into that space, just very naturally, um, as a lot of people were coming to me and asking me, Sam, like, how did you grow your following? How are you getting these collaborations? How are you an, how are you an influencer? Like, can you teach me? How do I pitch? How do I get Mm -hmm. paid to post all of those questions? That's, you know, when I started to take notice, it was just the entrepreneurial side of me where I was like, okay, well, I feel like more people now are asking me about business and becoming an influencer versus just fitness stuff. Because of course there are a lot of fitness people to follow on Instagram now. So I decided to kind of test and poll my audience of, you know, if I were to teach you how to become an influencer or teach you like behind the scenes, what other influencers don't want to share, would you be interested? And I, when I was using this polling series, like I just kept on getting a mass amount of people saying, Mm. yes, teach me. I want this. So I was like, okay, let me create something. It was a Instagram influencer course. And I put that out. And that was before I'd even done the pivot yet. That was almost just really just like a test. Like I hadn't been a business coach before, but I was like, let me just see how this goes. And when I released it, people bought it and I had so much fun just being in that process of being a, a coach and a teacher and helping people. Like I was already helping people with their health, but to help people financially and set up their businesses online, that really sparked a fire in me. So after that, 
I started kind of posting a little bit more business related stuff. And I finally got to a point where I'm like, okay, now I'm not even following my own, you know, business rules of, you know, staying in your lane of one thing, mm-hmm. you know, niching down. And I was, I know I was probably confusing my audience a little bit, uh, but then that's when I went through the decision of, okay, I have to just announce it that I'm going to go into business coaching and see what happens. So when that happened, it was terrifying because when I started putting out those businessy pictures and I was no longer in a sports bra and leggings and doing (laughs) workouts outside and all of that, you know, it attracts a certain audience. And that's what I grew my whole brand on. My engagement plummeted. Like I went from getting like thousands of likes to barely like fifty on posts. Oh, that's a, that my, was going to be one of the questions I asked. What I was going to ask was, how was your engagement? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just plummeted, and it was super scary. And even though I'm the first one to preach, like, don't worry about your engagement. Like, it's not about the likes. It's not about the comments. But it does something to your mentality when you start posting stuff and people are no longer liking and commenting mm-hmm. it, commenting on it. So that going through that part, that was probably like the biggest, like, you know, mindfuck, I guess of it all is just like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. But I love doing this. And, um, I just had to stick it up and I'm so glad that I did because it was probably three, four months of me just being consistent with the business Mm -hmm. posting and just more related to being an Instagram coach and social media expert, when my audience really started turning around and I started attracting that new following that was engaging with that stuff. So I just really had to pivot in my audience. And I even like was very vocal about it with my audience. Like, you know, if you're not interested in the fitness stuff, like you can unfollow me. Like it's not, it's not a big deal. So, and I was almost like hoping people would unfollow me if they were no longer going to engage with me because I knew, you know, if you have a very high amount of followers and your engagement is very low. That's not good for the Instagram algorithm. So Mm -hmm. it was, I just had to stick through it and it wasn't fun. It was hard and it was, I just, but I stuck through it. I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. How long was that timeline of when you were kind of first started pulling your audience, seeing if people were interested to when you actually made that full-time pivot and really like went full force? Uh, I started pulling my audience. It was December of 2018. Okay. So that's when I started it because I just finished a kind of a different, I had just finished like one of my fitness challenges in um, November-ish or something like that, or I was planning on, okay, what am I going to do for January? And this is when I was getting the, you know, more and more so inquiries of doing that. And then I launched the course in January or February of 2019, the first Instagram influencer course. And then from there, I just kind of slowly, just like really just dipped my toes in the water. And then it was by August of 2019 that I went in full force. And ever since then, it's been, it's been amazing. That's awesome. So I have to ask you, and we chatted about this a little bit prior to the episode, but we're obviously among like some crazy times in regarding to coronavirus and just business in general. Um, But has your business been affected in any way? And kind of how are you dealing with it? Yeah. So my, it's, I can't like, it's just, I'm speechless. I know the same about what's happening right now, to be honest. But at the same time, I'm really grateful for just my own, 
daily rituals of just like keeping that positive mindset. And also I'm in amazing masterminds and I'm running masterminds right now with high level and high thinking people that are keeping my mindset right, which has Mm. been super helpful during this time. But in a way that it's affected my business is not that I'm losing lots of money where I'm not, I'm currently in a phase where I, I luckily wasn't in a launch period for my business. Um, but I am helping a lot of my students that are, but for me, uh, we were, uh, I was about to release either a launch or courses that for a, a mastermind that was going to include even more in-person meetups. So it was going to include once a month meetups, and this is going to start in April or May. Uh, so with that, we, I just put it on the back burner and I'm doing this mastermind with a business partner. So we kind of just like, okay, well, we can't release this right now because we don't have meetups. And we mm-hmm. were trying to get away from doing the Zoom online meetings because we know that that in-person connection is super important. So it's just really interesting that we were trying to go more offline and now we are forced to go back online. So instead, that's kind of like on the back corner right now because of course you can't meet up with anyone right now. But what I did do is I got creative with my own sense. So after this past week, especially being the first week of quarantine out here in LA, I was really talking with a lot of people running extra Instagram lives and training calls and really just finding out, okay, what are you guys really, really struggling with? Because of course, for me as being a social media expert, it's always been, I don't know what to post on Instagram. I don't know what to do, whatever. So having these conversations and really just sitting with myself and figuring out what my clients or what people needed is, okay, now even more people are jumping online um, and they need that extra help. So what I came up with as a new bundle of Instagram templates and IGTV covers to help people really get online, but do it in a way that's going to boost their engagement. So in, in fact, like it helped me come up with a new little offer um, to sell, which has been selling in the last 24 hours has been selling really well. So I've pivoted as far as pricing goes a little bit, because I know people aren't spending five to $10,000 on my programs and services, which I don't blame them. Um, but I'm just pivoting to target the market right now. Yeah, that's awesome. I can really, we were planning on launching. So I'm in my company specializes in web design and search engine optimization. And we were planning on going through launching website templates in April. And now I'm like, okay, like, I don't know if I want to sell them at the full package, even though the services cost or the templates cost a lot less than if you would work one-on-one with us. But even Mm -hmm. to that point, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm feeling, I don't know, just so divided on what to do. So it kind of got me created or creative And so instead of launching right now, we're doing like a huge website giveaway and where we're giving away these templates to five entrepreneurs. So instead I'm like, okay, I'm going to focus on like building my list at the time for the time being kind of, you know, doing that, but it's been interesting. And I'm like waiting to see, cause I feel like the last two weeks has just been like chaotic and I'm hoping this week and the next week is I'm hoping people kind of find their like normalcy, like kind of figure Mm -hmm. out what is happening with their job situation and just, I don't know. It's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, same. And I personally feel even in myself that it's a little bit more calm this week. Um, But same here is I'm just hoping it just kind of normalizes a little bit. And at the same time, I feel every single 
business coach out there is just preaching like, you know, you just have to get creative and people are going to find ways to do that, which mm -hmm. makes it really exciting. And just even just having giveaways or just having lower ticket offers that are really going to help people. I think right now in this time is when, especially us as leaders and experts are really stepping up and showing up and supporting and mm -hmm. that's going to be remembered down the road. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how you touched on the mindset piece. Cause as you know, my podcast is called marketing mindset for a reason, but I think that is so important. Even for myself, I found like the first, I think all of last week, I could not peel my eyes off of the news. Mm -hmm. And that just put me in like such a weird mindset where the end of last week and then this week I'm like limiting myself to only like I don't know maybe 30 minutes an hour per day or even if like if I can like don't watch it because it's like doing it was it was bad so I like had to like force myself to be like okay let's focus on the good things let's focus on the positive let's focus on our mindset because that is I think during this time for entrepreneurs especially if people are kind of newer in business it's so easy to just freak out <laughs> so yeah, I love that absolutely. you touched on that Mm -hmm. Yep, definitely. So I highly recommend just during this time, if you're an entrepreneur and if you're not part of a mastermind or a program with a coach or anything like that, like even just find yourself a group of entrepreneurs. Like there's so many, even in Facebook groups, what I'm seeing right now, I'm a part of a lot of different entrepreneurial Facebook groups. Like people are coming together and be like, Hey, do you guys want to do zoom calls? Do you want to, you know, get together online and chat and support and have like, uh, hours where you just get online and just work together. Like people are getting very creative and that's so important right now. Like if I, I know if I wasn't in that right mindset and if I didn't have that support system around me, I wouldn't have come up with this um, social media template bundle that I did because I would have been too busy freaking out and worrying, yeah. you know, where my next paycheck or, you know, stripe payout would came from. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, mindset is super important and just creating just a daily routine for yourself. Like even me to this day, I'm still getting up super, super early. I'm, yeah. you know, right away getting dressed, putting, you know, even if I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Like I've been on strict quarantine for myself. Like I'm not leaving the house. If my, if we have to get anything, I make my boyfriend. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll still get ready. I'll put a little bit of makeup on, you know, just yeah. put myself in that feel good state to just dive into work and just, you know, do what I can. Yeah. I try to have a little bit of normal. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's so beautiful to see how people are coming together and just really supporting each other. I've seen that too in Facebook groups and kind of around, it's really, really awesome. But, um, other than kind of pivoting your offer, have you thought anything like long-term? And I know it's so hard to see because I feel like the situation is like just like a day-by-day -day situation, but <laughs> have you thought about adjusting your marketing plan any long-term, like in a long-term situation? I haven't really thought about it yet only because my bigger offers my my mastermind was more for in-person stuff. So that's just kind of on the back burner. Like that's just, okay, that's a wait and see. I don't even mm -hmm. want to release that or push that. And also it's a high, it's like a 5,000 plus dollar investment depending where you come in at. So I'm not even thinking about pushing that right now. But I think what I'm focusing on more now is just giving people what they need and solutions to just help them navigate this space because a lot of people are being forced into the online now. Like that's literally, that's literally our only option. To yeah, yeah. Like, especially like if we go in a further lockdown where it's like, you can't leave your house, which could happen. Like 
this is the way that's going to, you're going to be able to make money. So that's why I would like just lower offers. And I'm just to offer my coaching programs. Like I, I, I mean, I did have someone like invest in my coaching program last week. Like they're not worried about financial. Like at the end of the day, people still have money to spend. People are still making income. So I don't, my plan is to kind of keep I mean, I'm still going to continue selling. Um, and I do still recommend for other people to sell and for people to buy too. Because at the end of the day, like if we all stopped selling, if we all stopped buying stuff, that's what's really going to tear this economy down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So my mindset is still sell, still buy, and just do what you can and get creative. With yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I love how you touched on that. Because one of my questions I was going to ask you was that I've seen such a divide among entrepreneurs of whether should they, they sell at this time or whether they shouldn't. <laughs> so I was going to yeah. ask you what you should think, but I agree with you, especially with online entrepreneurs, like this is our livelihood. <laughs> and yeah. I think we mm -hmm. do have a unique opportunity where a lot of the world is now looking at the online space to make some extra money and to kind of mm -hmm. figure that out. And it's, if you're haven't been in it, then it's hard to figure out if you're yeah, <laughs> how to sell yeah. correctly online. Exactly. Like for example, with the bundle that I released this past weekend, uh, this is something that I could easily charge over $500 mm -hmm. for, mm -hmm. and it's only $27. And I even had a comment, like when I put it out there, like someone had commented, like, I lost my job. I have no income. I can't even afford $27. And I'm wow. like, you know, like I sympathize with that completely, but at the same time, you know, if we all give, like, I can't give away everything for free. Like that $27 is literally to cover my hosting costs, support, and just creating, like I put so many hours into creating this bundle. It's insane. So to even just give it away for that much, it's just literally covering my expenses on it. But, um, what I was going to say with that is just, you know, as entrepreneurs and just putting that stuff out there, be able to help people like that's, that's just what we have to do too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other um, tips for any entrepreneurs, maybe new entrepreneurs? Um, what else could they be doing during this time of the coronavirus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and this is, I think what I was going to touch on with this, the last comment that I made is for me and myself, I'm showing up and giving out away so many different things for free. Like I'm showing up in my communities, I'm doing lives, I'm doing trainings. And I think that's what I was going to say just previously is I'm doing so much and I'm giving so much that even just charging a little bit for something is completely okay. Mm -hmm. So I don't recommend for anything, for, for doing this time, don't go overboard with doing so much. Like I can see entrepreneurs burning out very quickly because mm. they see, oh, everyone's doing lives. I got to do a live every single day. I got to do free trainings too. I got to set up my Zoom and do all that stuff. And oh, I got to make these freebies and give them out to everybody. Be careful how much energy you are putting out. And what I do recommend is do something now like maybe if you do one extra live a week, or maybe if you haven't even done those before, commit to one, commit mm -hmm, to one a week, mm -hmm. you know, do little things like that, that are sustainable and that you can do long-term. Because what I see now is everyone just going bananas on social media and watch once this normalizes after a week or two, watch everybody start falling off from doing all of those things. Yeah, and that's, yeah. and that's what I'm paying attention to because what I see is just think about, you know, the people that are following you, like your community and your audience, like if I was showing up every single day on lives for like two weeks, and then by week three, I'm freaking tired. I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. And I'm not doing it anymore. 
your audience is going to be like, what the fuck? Like, where, where'd she go? Like, why isn't mm -hmm. she, mm -hmm. why isn't she doing it? Like, does she just disappear? Like, is she not committed to us? Like what? So I would also think about it as like a, your audience's perspective of like, you're going to show up every day. You better maintain that for a long time. Yeah. I would, you know, that's because when you stop, you're going to lose your audience's trust. That is, to be honest there. Yeah. And that's how, that's what my perspective is on it. No, I love it. And that's so true. And that makes so much sense. And it kind of ties into um, a question that I had for you that I know you're kind of an expert in, but I know you've talked about um, that you believe that, <laughs> that you believe that instead of going all in on your passions and monetizing your passions and like doing all of the things that you recommend kind of going all in on one topic, all in on one thing instead of kind of monetizing all the things. So why would you say it's not a smart business move to multiply, mul gosh, I can't speak to <laughs> Why would you say it's not a smart business move to monetize multiple passion or maybe to do all the things right now and instead of just focusing in on one thing, one marketing strategy or one thing to sell? So when you try to monetize not only your passions, like what happened to me is when I tried to, I, my love for fitness was everything. Like I was an athlete since I could walk and I just got burnt out on it. So one, if you try and monetize something that you're passionate about, you're going to ultimately, like, I truly believe you're going to lose that passion for it. And it's going to be a different, you're going to have a different mentality towards it. And then for me, because I was good at so many things, like throughout my entrepreneurial career, for many years, I had probably at least two or three businesses running at the same time. Mm. I had a video production company. I was a um, model actress. I was um, Instagram influencer. And all three of those things took up, that's like a full-time job for all three of those things. So I got to a point in my businesses where I literally physically could not make any more income. Like I was income tapped because mm. I didn't have time to put towards them, even if I outsource certain things, because certain things like I had to be a part of it. I had and certain things I couldn't outsource because I had to physically do certain things in the businesses that I just got to a point where I couldn't make any more money. And just even from a lot of my high level mentors, um, I'm in Chris Harder's mastermind. Very and nice. he told me multiple times, multiple years, cause we've been friends for a long time. He's like, damn, he's like, you can't, you can't be working on all these businesses. Like you've got to focus on one. And I was like, I don't want to just focus on one. I'm so good at all of them. Like all of them are bringing in such good income. It's like, how do you say to like a business, like, oh yeah, I'm just not going to want those six figures anymore coming in. Like, I'm yeah, just gonna, yeah. like it's like kind of stupid, right? So for me, it was, I had to make that mental switch of, okay, if I really want to grow this business to six figures or to multiple six figures or to 1 million, like it's going to be impossible to do everything at once. So when I went all in on business coaching, when I went all, like when I went all in within 60 days, made a hundred grand in revenue. Of launching my next product. So it's just crazy when you put your whole focus in on that one thing, that strategy, that system of marketing, you're not confusing your audience with what you mm -hmm. do. Your brain is literally just day in and day out focused on that one thing. The power behind that is so incredible. And I couldn't even believe what I had done. And I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, why didn't mm -hmm. I think about mm -hmm. doing this sooner? So when you are, when you do focus on that one thing, when you can scale it to that financial revenue that you want, like whether it's six figures or whether it be, even if it's just like, you know, 50 grand or 60 grand. And once you get it to that point, 
Mm-hmm. Maybe then you can outsource certain things and then grow another business and grow them further. But that's why I do recommend for most entrepreneurs, focus on one thing, you know, have your freebie offer, have your one low offer item, have your course, have your program, start with the basics, mm-hmm. scale that, and then you can add on other things, maybe down the road once you're known for it. But, you know, what's, know. what's that saying? What's that <clears throat> saying? It's like, uh, Energy goes with it. Oh, we're energy. (laughs) Energy goes something where something flows. (laughs) I know. I can't remember. I can't think of it right now. Whatever you you focus on expands. Yes. 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 Perfect. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So that. So it's it's just so true. Yeah. It's now like now I literally proved it for myself. So now that's why I just completely preach it because it's literally it's true. It's crazy because, so I can relate to that story too, because so I'm in digital marketing. I used to be in corporate marketing manager. So when I started, like I first started freelancing on the side um, before I went in full time, but since I was already in marketing, I was like, I can do all the things I can offer social media management. I can offer websites. I can offer this. And I was kind of doing all the things. And to me, it seems so counterintuitive to just offer one product because I'm like, well, my clients need this and my clients Mm -hmm. need that. And then last year I hired a business coach. And the first thing he said to me was like, Hey, you need to focus in on one thing and one thing only. And I was like, what? I was like, no, like it was so hard for me to accept because I felt like I was going to be losing out on so much Mm -hmm. when really like right after I made the pivot, I also started like, I feel like making more and working less. And I feel like overnight, cause before it's like everyone does marketing, right? Everyone kind yeah. of like, you know, like you're not really, people don't really remember you, but when you focus in and what we focused in on was website design and search engine optimization. And I felt like overnight people are like, Oh yeah, she does websites. Like I, it was so much more like memorable to people when you just focus in on one thing. And I, that's mm-hmm. something too, that now after I experienced it, that's like what I preach, but it, I feel like it's so hard for people to like grasp <laughs> until they're yeah. kind of in the thick of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so true. So if someone is a little bit lost on which passion should they monetize or what they should focus in on in their business, like that one thing, do you have any tips on that? You know, it comes down to, I mean, how I even got into the business that I'm in is I literally create every single product and service now because of my audience. Mm-hmm. Like, think about what are you getting asked about the most? If you're not on social media yet, where you're not getting people asking, ask your friends and family, like, what you know, are you the most helpful with? So I think getting an outside perspective, because what I see a lot of entrepreneurs and, and coaches do like that are just getting started is they create this product or service first, and then they try mm. to sell it. And then they got crickets and no one is buying it. So I love my, I have a system where I use store Instagram stories to mm-hmm. pull my audience on certain things, but I'm also paying attention to what questions and comments I'm getting from them. I'm constantly asking them. The best question you can actually ask your audience to figure this out is on Instagram stories or live or even in a post, ask your audience, what is your current problem or struggle that you're dealing with? If you're trying to be a business coach, be like in online business. If you're trying to be a social media expert, be in social media. Or you know, if you're in fitness and health, what's your biggest problem or struggle right now with getting towards your fitness goals. Mm-hmm. Asking that question is so powerful. I literally use that to build every course because from there you get all of these different submissions of what people are struggling with. That's literally how I created my $27 bundle right now is I was 
listening to what they're struggling with and they're like, I don't know what to post. I don't know how to write a caption. I don't know how to sell my products right now because you mm -hmm. know things have changed. And I was like, okay, how, what's the easiest way to create something for them? And then your job as a coach or entrepreneur selling your offers or services is like you're literally just creating that, not just a transformation, but you're helping someone get from that A to Z point as fast as possible. And I see that things like templates or calendars or just like something that could cut down the time frame. I know with weight loss, it's a little bit different because that actually does take a lot of time, but giving people the certain steps or systems that they can implement into their business right away mm -hmm. to give them the biggest results is key. So I always talk to my audience before I create anything. Um, and that way I'm not wasting time creating this awesome product, which when you're creating products and services, like online courses, like it takes a lot of time to film stuff, create the PDFs, yeah. set everything up. So I don't want to waste time on creating a product that my audience doesn't even want. Yeah. That's so, that's such a great idea. And then you already know who wants it, who wants what you can be like, Oh, Hey, remember you had this question? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, exactly. <clears throat> yep. And I, I keep track of all of that. Like in my DMS and everything I'll, I'll flag, I'll put people to my others folder. Like I'm very organized in that sense when people are connecting with me on certain different topics. And then later I'll reach out and be like, Hey, by the way, like, you know, I'll start conversation with them in the DMS and make that relationship and, and take it further from there. That's awesome. So say someone decides to go ahead, monetize their one thing, they're going in with their offer. How would you like what type of launch tips would you recommend? I know you mentioned earlier um, that you launched your business and then within 60 days you had like 100k month without using ads. I think I saw that. Mm -hmm. um, so what are your tips? Give us all the details. <laughs> so it totally depends on your offer or service, for example, and, it, and the price point too. So mm -hmm. if you have a higher ticket item, that if you're, if, especially if you're going from a very cold audience, that's going to be a longer nurture sequence. So mm -hmm. I use different email sequences, but what I do make sure that I do is I just, I start talking about not what I'm selling. I'm not every day on social media, like, oh my God, buy my $5,000 coaching, you know, program because, you know, I'm going to help you. I don't talk <laughs> about it like that. I more just start showing up on a daily basis and just almost like planning the seat. Like, mm, oh, like, mm -hmm. do you need help with this? Or I'll show behind the scenes. Like on my wall behind me, I have a big, you know, big poster board basically with a bunch of post-its on it because that's how I create my content for my courses. So I'll like show that. I'll just show them what I'm doing in my business every day to then, sh you know, that's when people ask me like, oh my God, how do you do that? Like, that's how you do that. Can you teach me how to do that? Mm. So I'm more of a show, show and tell kind of salesperson in a sense where I'm giving people behind the scenes, giving them tips, just con connecting with them, all of that. But when it comes to say, you have a high ticket offer, I have a longer nurturing email sequence. My biggest tip is to build up that email list from mm -hmm. social media instantly because we don't own our platforms. You know, everyone kind of knows that by now it's been preached a lot where I'm very focused on building my email list to nurture that audience there along with Instagram and then private Facebook groups. Um, and then if it's like a lower offering, like for example, my $27 offer, I literally just went on Instagram stories yesterday and I was like, Hey, I've created this because you guys wanted it. Um, here's what's in it. This is what it is. I, I gave behind the scenes of showing them the modules on my computer screen mm -hmm. and be like, you know what, if you want this swipe up an order and that like something like that, that's when I was getting people buying it right away. So it's so different depending on 
what type of offer and price point you are selling. But at the end of the day, it's literally just showing up online consistently every single day. And if you are brand new, this is going to take time. Like I have lots of students that come into my programs and they're expecting to make six figures in 30 days. And it's, and it sucks because there's so many coaches out there that promise that. But yeah. guess what? Like even with my with my six figure launch that I had in sixty days, guess what? Behind that is nine years of entrepreneurship. Nine years where I was making maybe ten k launches or a five k launch. Like it took me nine years yeah. of practice of figuring it out, figuring out my sales funnel, doing all of that to get to that point. So that's something that I do want to you know open up with too is there's no such thing as an overnight success. And I guarantee you there's no system or program out there that will, that if they are guaranteeing those kind of results that mm -hmm. fast, it's bullshit. Like, and it <laughs> really just bothers me when there are coaches out there that sell that because why? Yes, you can just, you know, implement all the systems and funnels and everything. At the end of the day, you have to connect with your audience yeah, and you have to create that like, no, and trust factor, which doesn't happen overnight. And for you too, like when you made that launch, remind me of the timeline again, you were already kind of nurturing your audience in from a business perspective for like a year or something. Yeah, like that, right. Yeah, exactly. It was a year. It was a year. And that. I knew that was like the power behind it. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think a lot of people um, from chatting with, I think newer entrepreneurs or even like if I have friends coming in, I'm like, you need to do this. You need to post this. Everyone's like, but that's so much work. Like I need to, you know, make money. I'm like, yes, but you can, but at the same time, like you got to put in the work and there's yeah. a lot of behind the yeah. scenes stuff. And some people are like, like I had a friend asking me like, Oh, what should I post for Instagram stories? And I'm giving them all these tips. Like, that's like a lot. And and they go away in 24 hours. Like I can't say them. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah, but that's kind of what you got to do to be consistent, to really build that trust. And I think that is important. So important to remember that it does take time. It's not like, oh, I show up and I'm like, hi guys, I'm an expert by this. You need to prove to people that you're an expert in that. Yeah, exactly. Definitely showing up, being consistent and just following a plan. And I think at the end of the day where entrepreneurs, especially new ones get caught up with having to do all of those things is because mm -hmm. they don't have a plan. They don't have even an end goal and maybe they don't have, they don't know what they're selling yet. So when you don't have any of those things, it is hard to show up on social media every day. Cause you're like, what's the point? I don't know. Like I'm connecting with yeah. my audience. Cool. But what's the end result? So I think with newer entrepreneurs, it's really just figuring out, okay, what is your goal? Like, do you eventually want to build out a course? Okay. So your goal right now is to poll your audience, figure out what they want, figure out what's going to be the best thing for them. That should be your first strategy for the first two or three weeks is just mm -hmm. to getting to know them and figure out their struggles and problems. And then from there, you know, okay, take it to the next step. Okay. If you were going to develop a course, let's figure out what would be in that and then start talking mm -hmm. about it, start showing them like, it's, it is such a process and system and it, it, it is, it has to become a habit and a routine in your daily life. Like when I first, first getting into this, like, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, I fell into it honestly, naturally because Instagram had popped up and I started posting pictures and videos <laughs> and I was just taking advantage of all the things. Like my goal was never to be a business coach. I yeah. fell into it because I listened to my audience, but in this day and age, like it's, you just have to find that routine to show up on social and make it fun. Like at mm -hmm. the end of the day, if it's stressful, if it's overwhelming, then it might just not be for you and entrepreneurship and being on, you know, on social media, creating businesses, it's not for everyone, but yeah. if you can find the fun in it and enjoyment and of helping others succeed, then you're going to go really far. 
That's true. So my next question, which I know might be a little tricky given the current times, but what is next for you in 2020 or what did you have planned? (laughs) Actually, one of my projects that I had, honestly, like back burn, I'm going to do this when I uh, have time, when I have many courses launched and I've got income flowing in, like I was going to work on this, but it's actually my manuscripting journal, which is my process, which is a physical product. So for me as a business coach, I work with online services, programs, courses, helping entrepreneurs scale those. I've never sold or created a physical product. And I have, and this all kind of came around because I had a lot of entrepreneurs reach out to me that they had physical products. And I'm like, you know what, this could be selling it the same way as an online course, but I've never done it. So Mm -hmm. I personally don't feel comfortable taking you on as a client because I'm not dealing with shipping. I'm not dealing with warehouses. I don't, you know, I haven't done any of that stuff. So I was like, you know what, eventually I'm going to create a product. I just don't know what it is yet. And then over this last year, I was attending some retreats and I was just talking about this stuff on Instagram stories with my manuscripting, which is my way of basically scripting my, what I want for my life into reality. And probably for the past two or three years, I created this method of journaling Mm -hmm. and it's worked like crazy in my life. So I started sharing it and Mm -hmm. then others started implementing the manuscripting method and I'd get DMs and text messages from my friends and just people who follow me online be like, Sam, this is freaking life-changing. I scripted, I wanted this. And the next month, I or like this month, I got it. And I scripted this two months ago. And I know it's because of this journal. Like I just know my attention on this stuff. And so I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. And so I decided a couple weeks, uh, a week ago, or two weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I need to trademark this. So it's already under trademark right now. And I'm going to develop a physical product. And now more than ever, like this past week, I've been manuscripting a lot and putting it on stories. And because of what's happening in the world mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. the mindset is so important. And I pulled my audience once again, would you like to know how to do this manuscripting method? Like, really, would you like to know? Because I've talked about this is what you do, whatever, but like a step-by-step formula for it. And I had so many people say yes, like mm-hmm. even more so than I do with business coaching right now, because I'm sure the time frame of being with coronavirus and everyone freaking out and trying to get into that positive mindset. Yeah. So right now I'm in the process of beta testing um, the manuscripting journal. And my next step is to create a physical uh, journal, um, teaching people how to do that. So that is my goal for our goal project for what's coming in 2020. I'm still doing, going to be doing everything else with the business coaching, everything, but that's like my fun side project where due to the circumstances right now, that's the project that got bumped up because it's needed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm really, really excited about because I'm passionate about it. And I just, I know that it works because of all the unsolicited testimonials that I've gotten from, from friends and followers. So I'm really excited about it. That's amazing. Is there, do you have anything right now where we could learn more, more about that? Yeah, it's uh, at manuscripting.com. So it's okay. basically manifesting and scripting the word put together. So manyscripting.com, gotcha. uh, which right now it's just kind of a landing page where you can just put in your name and email to get more information. But I'm so excited. I'm kind of in the phase of beta testing and then we'll be releasing. So very that is awesome. That. I'll be sure to include that in the podcast show notes because that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> and for our last question, where can people connect with you online? 
The best place to connect with me is definitely Instagram. So it's just my full name, Smith Kazuch. But I also highly recommend uh, for people to join my private Facebook community um, because that is somewhere where not only do I always post all of my weekly lives in there, but you get replays of all of my social media and business trainings in there. And it's just like, it's an awesome community that I'm cultivating right now. And it's where you can find out even more about what I'm doing on the daily because on Instagram stories, things disappear. So yeah. it's a great place for a lot of different resources. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining with me today and kind of chatting and letting me in behind the scenes of how you're dealing with this whole coronavirus situation. Yeah. I know that um, I've posted a couple of podcasts within the last week or two kind of dealing with this and we've had like the biggest downloads ever because I think so many people are just trying to figure out what to do, gain some inspiration. So thank you to just that <laughs> thank you thank you so much i'm so happy to share everything and to chat with you today thank you if you've enjoyed this episode please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode but thanks again for joining me today and i will catch you next time on the marketing mindset podcast